0: Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy. And over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in his kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friends, I'm so glad that you're with me on another edition of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Super excited to have a new friend, but who already feels like an old friend, Amy Rylander here, who is not only an incredible artist, but a leader in the body of Christ and has a real heart like I do for healing and identity and wholeness and just walking in who Jesus created you to be. So, Amy, I'm super excited that, that you're here. I don't know if we can keep this to, to under an hour, but we're going to try our best anyway. So <laughs> welcome.
1: Thank you so much. It's so nice to finally connect with you. And I'm I'm
0: just thrilled to be on here. Absolutely. So for those folks that are just kind of getting to know you and that sort of thing, who are you, where are you from, what do you do in a nutshell? And then we'll kind of jump into a little bit of your story.
1: Well, my name is Amy Rylander. My husband and I, uh, Donald, we lead a church in uh, Jackson, Mississippi called We Are One. And I am a prophetic artist. I've been a prophetic artist since 2004. So uh, I started before I knew what that was. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, I was and trying to remember kind of the first time I even heard that phrase. And I think it was around 99, 2000 from janice van cronkite which i don't know if you know that name at all but um she was in atlanta we were in atlanta in similar churches and i saw her painting on stage uh, at a bobby connor meeting and i was like what is that like that is so cool i don't know you could you could do that so when so were you always an artist and then you just how did that you know awaken for you and how did how did you start realizing that that god wanted to use you in that way
1: Well, I was always creative. I always, I was very loved to do crafts and, and things like that growing up when I was younger, I was very creative, but, uh, you know, I got married very young and I had three, three amazing boys. And so I was a homeschool mom. And so really I was just focused on, you know, serving in my church and serving the Lord. Uh, and then in 2004, I just Just felt like, man, I really would love to paint. I wanted something just for me, you know, just to have a release, an outlet. And so um, I got some paints and some canvas for Mother's Day. And when I sat down to do my first piece, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Amy, I gifted you to use it for me. And of course, at that time, I had no grid. I didn't know what that meant. I thought, Oh, he wants me to just bless his people. So I would just paint, you know, still lifes or whatever, and just give them away. And I did that for for a couple years. And, uh, and then 2005 2006, uh, the Lord had me get pull my stuff out one night It was like midnight. And the Lord's like, I want you to, I want you to paint. So I was like, OK, so I got everybody's in bed. You know, the house is quiet. I got my stuff out. And the Lord said, I want you to paint the Holy Spirit.
0: Wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> no pressure, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does the Holy Spirit look like? I don't know. And so he just showed me a very simple two-dimensional image uh, of a vessel with water coming out mm-hmm. and kind of swirling out. And I was like, OK, so I painted that. And uh, and then he just said, from now on, you're going to paint for me what I show you. And wow. so I haven't done a still life since then. So it was like, you're done with that. Now you're on to this. And so it's kind of just been a journey
0: over the That's, years. And it's been really fun. That is so awesome. I'm, I'm thinking, and, and this may be a loaded question, because having been in ministry and, and also an artist and not understanding how those two things worked for many, many, many years, I would just love to kind of hear a little bit of the, I'm sure, struggle or tension maybe in your life of I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm in ministry, we're serving, we're serving other people. How can I focus on this art thing over here when it seems so extra to so so many people? Like, what does this have to do with the kingdom and and all that? Did you go through that and and, and have a little struggle with that? And because i, 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 didn't. I did. know a lot of others do too
1: so. yes yes but at first you know i worked a regular job um after i you know my i put my children in school we started working a regular job at the school and so it was just more of a hobby it was just more of this side thing yeah. i did and then the lord just really um you know asked he asked me to post start posting my stuff on facebook start really you know, stepping out of my comfort zone. And so for a long time, it was just this little side piece. And um, and then people would start inviting me to places, invite me to come paint during their conference or whatever. And so there was this huge struggle of like, okay, well, do I not go to work today? Do I go here? Do I, you know, until the Lord just made it, you know, very clear I was to shift and transition. And, you know, my husband was working full time. So it wasn't like, I we needed my income fully, so sure. it was it was an easier transition. Uh, but now my husband's, you know, he works for the art business, so we're well for full time ministry, full time art uh, business, and ministry kind of both. So yeah, there was this tension of you know, but it was very the Lord's very gentle. It was a very slow progress yeah. from one to the other. So,
0: I love that my wife works in our business as well on the mentoring side of things and. Um, when I was doing my baskets full time, I always, people would say, Oh, is Tanya work with you? I said, well, I do baskets and she does deposits. And that's how we've kind <laughs> of, we've worked it out. But now since <laughs> yes. I guess it's 2019 she was in education for years. And so since she always did the books and all that kind of stuff in the background, but since in 2019, she quit teaching and came full time into the business and it's just been, it not amazing how the Lord, brings us together with our spouses with total, I would have guessed with you guys the same, totally different, different giftings, totally different perspective. And yet exactly what we need personally, and also in business to do the thing that God's called us to do, right?
1: Absolutely. My husband was in retail for 30 some years. So he, he understands business side that, you know, I did not. So I mean, it's just so beautiful. We never knew back when we got married 30 years ago that, that, this was going to be a thing. And, you know, I wasn't even painting back then. So yeah. it's just really cool how the Lord, yeah, he takes our different giftings our different gift mixes and puts them together for something that we never even saw coming. And yeah. so it's really beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I want to shift a little bit, because I know you've got a, a new book I want to tell everybody about called Unlocked, which I'm like, we should be cousins. Like, this is great. I know.
1: I, I had no idea you had written a book I, called, even no, that in the title.
0: <laughs> now, it, it's so funny, because my friend Roma Waterman has got a, a, a book with something about Unlocked in there as well. And I love it. I just, I think it's so neat to me to see what God is doing all over the world in waking up people's hearts and waking up identity and that sort of thing. And. I know for me, when I wrote Unlocking the Heart of the Artist, it was kind of like this retrospective look at, you know, broke, busted, disgusted, going through all this junk and all this healing journey and trying to give artists kind of a way to to navigate that in their own life. I'd love to hear your story with that, because I know identity is a huge part of what you have a heart for, not only for everybody, but especially for creatives. So how did that begin to bubble up in inside of you?
1: Well, I, my journey of identity was such a huge shift. It was like the Lord just really worked on me, uh, you know, outside of the church, just really teaching me on our my own, you know, just about who I am and helped me discover my own giftings and discover yeah. uh, how he thinks about me and about what I can do for him and what ministry could even look like, you know, because for so long ministry, I thought looked one way and then. Uh, I realized that's, you know, not, it's not cookie cutter for everyone. Everyone's different and unique. Um, I started writing uh, Unlocked back in 2007 when I just really, you know, the Lord had taught me about prophetic art and what it was and what it, how to do it and what, what are the, what, what are the benefits of it? What can it do for Others and um, also, what can I do for you? And so, I wrote it out and and then I just waited. I knew it was some it was like a manual, it was like a, a handbook, but I didn't, I knew it wasn't complete. Yeah. Um, and then back in 2020, the beginning of 2020, I was approached about writing a book, and I'm like, well, I've actually started writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I got it right here, right? I got it right here, and um and then the the publisher had said well why don't you consider writing a devotional and i was like I, I don't know i just i was not really sure about that but then after i got off the phone i i really took it to the lord and the lord just showed downloaded to me this is the missing piece because my heart is identity yeah. my heart is for people to discover who they are and I I love people to be completely activated in what their giftings are. You know, it's one thing to learn the information but it's another thing to be able to practically apply it and use it and function in it. And so, um the Lord showed me to to write a devotional, 30 days of who is God and who am I. Mm. And then with each day have a a art prompt for the person who's going through it to create something out of that prompt and what is the Lord saying and showing to you about you through art. And it wow. could be any medium, any kind of medium. So yeah. that's kind of how it developed. And it just took, you know, a couple of months to write the devotional part. That was pretty quick. And then we just put it all together.
0: How cool. I love that. I love activation. I mean, anything, I think that's why we have gotten into doing courses over the years and all that, because it's one thing to read a book, like you're saying, but it's a whole nother thing to see people activated you you mentioned, you know, this the process that the Lord's kind of led you in creatively over the years and how it has affected you and also can affect others through you. Talk about that kind of prophetic art process because we know that anytime we're creating with the Holy Spirit, we we get changed in that encounter, but also the work of our hands gets changed, you know, and and transformation begins to flow through that as, as well. So I'd love to hear just stories about that because I, I know that you've probably got some incredible ones.
1: Yes, it's it's just so awesome how you know you you begin to create a piece, and like when I first began, it was like I just wanted to spend time with the Lord. I just wanted to do something for me. And then as that as you're creating, you know, the Holy Spirit's speaking to you. He's showing you things. He's he's um, you know he's just speaking to you. And then when the piece is complete he's actually speaking through the piece. So now others are touched because they're seeing it, they're reading it, you know, because the Lord has me write the prophetic word um that goes with the with mm. the with the piece so that people can see not only what it, what I heard but they also can hear something for themselves as well, but it it just the word itself I've noticed over the years has just impacted so many people because they're yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, this is what the Lord's been speaking to me. This is how, you know, he's just you know, he gave me this word, he gave me this picture, and you just, you just posted this today, and I just heard this last night, or, you know, and it's just so encouraging to hear what the Lord is doing through other people from a piece of artwork that maybe I created several years ago. Yeah, it's really amazing.
0: I love that. I would love to hear, um, on the, on the practical side, business side, you know, you mentioned that, you and your husband are, you know, running a business in addition to ministry and and that sort of thing. And, when you know, as I'm helping artists, you know, develop their business, put their art, faith and business together and all that sort of thing. One of the, um, I think, most difficult segments of, of artists trying to make a living is through, quote unquote, prophetic art. That is art that is, um, I mean, how do we want to define this? I just wrote a whole book called Prophetic Art about not defining prophetic art. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's just let's just maybe for the sake of conversation say uh art that has a uh, spiritual kingdom, religious metaphor in it, that sort of thing that's overtly Christian, that sort of thing. Um I would love to just hear your experience and how the Lord's leading you in that because I know for me and for a lot of artists, church is probably has been one of the worst places. To try to sell art to believers because there's not been a culture of art buying, there's not been a culture of art making, there's not been a value put on it. A lot of times people think, well, gosh, you you painted this in church or God gave you this, or how can you charge for it? I mean, you know, just all the baggage that that goes around with that that we've all that could be our other three hour podcast. Yes, yes. Talk about so I'd just love to hear your your experience with that, because it seems to me, even the piece behind you. You're going full bore with this is prophetic art. This is from the throne room. This is Jesus speaking to you through this word. So I just love to kind of hear how all that's uh, developing for you and and what your business looks like from a practical perspective.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I totally <laughs> can relate because you know when I first started doing this, you know, you didn't want to charge, you don't want to put money on. I'm like, this is the word of the Lord. How can I charge people for the word of the Lord? I don't want to do that, but you know, then the Lord really showed me, you know, just like someone writing a book, sure. you know, there's costs involved, you know, you have to, you have to buy the materials, you have to buy the, you know, you spend time doing this, creating hey, the this your livelihood. <laughs> you need to pay your bills. So, you know, it's part of it. Um, and then, um, you know, so there, there's been throughout time, but I've always tried to keep like when I sell prints, so mm-hmm. right now that's been You know, I created a website years ago and at first I would just sell originals and then I started, Okay, I need to replicate these because once it's gone, it's gone forever. And so I need to be able to and I've always wanted to keep the price really small because I want it accessible to everyone. To me, it's like it's not I don't name it fine art because I don't feel like I want to put this giant price tag on it. Um, It may be worth something you know, more at some point, but for me, it's more about getting in the hands of people. I want people to have it. I want people to be blessed by it. So I try to keep the prices really uh, low and easy to obtain. So I sell mostly on my website and, um, you know, I, I've never even had, I mean, I worked out of my home for years. And well, I still do pay out of my home, but we didn't even have a church building for years. We didn't have our own ministry, you know, church. And so everything I kept was at home and in my, I used to keep them in closets. And the Lord was like, one year it was on my birthday and He's like, Amy, you t- if you if you don't hang your art and honor your art, no one else will. Come and on. I was like, really? <laughs> and so I had to pull out all my paintings and I had to, I, he had me put them floor to ceiling in my living room like ah! <laughs> Talk about me, right? overload, <laughs> you know, sensory overload. But it was really he was teaching me to honor it, sure, and the gift and and the art, because if because it took me a while to get there. You know what I mean, to even be able to call myself an artist. I was like, well, I've not been trained. I've never I have no art training. I have no, you know, I, I have no degrees. So how can I call it this or whatever? And so really, it was an identity process i had to go through right
0: mindset issue number one
1: (laughs) (laughs) and so he he's just taught me over the years and once i started putting value on it and honoring it myself others began also to honor it and so that's kind of been a process too and um and so we you know, part of my business is traveling and people having me come in and paint or teach and speak or whatever. And I sell my art at tables yeah. and, um, you know, the book is a new thing. So we'll see what God does with that. So it's kind of, you know, one of my struggles has been, you know, I'm a minister, uh, not just an artist. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a minister. Um, and, you know, because people know me more for my art, it's been a hard transition, even there, you know, people, knowing well i have a voice of uh, actual voice too besides just a paintbrush you know so there's still identity process happening you know oh, even sure. now oh, yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> in the moment you think you've dealt with it the lord will just go let's just touch this right <laughs> <laughs> and all the alarms exactly. go bing, 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 bing. i mean yeah i mean i you know listeners of the podcast will have heard this before but i mean i've about three years ago I was at you know probably the top of my career in my basketry world and you know my work was selling for just all over the place for a lot of money and had a very successful gallery and team and all this kind of stuff and the lord gave me a dream and in the dream i was shutting down the studio and it I, there was a transition going to happen that i was going to be coming fully into this mentoring side of things and uh you know, so it's one thing to say, well, praise God, you know, He's just leading me. I had a meltdown. I mean, I'm like, I had a legit like 18 months of, are you sure? And how's this really going to go? And, <laughs> and bargaining, you know, with, with God and all that kind of stuff. But I think it, it just shows the fact, I mean, even when you've written books on identity and I'm like, if there's one thing I've known for, I think it's probably that The same with you. Probably it's like, there's one thing you're known for. It's probably helping people know who they are in Jesus and get rid of junk and, and all that kind of stuff. And yet, isn't it just the truth? The, the thing that you have the most authority in is usually the thing that you struggle most with because you're always having to, to just throw that thing at the feet of Jesus and continue yeah. to get another layer of wholeness and another layer of healing and um, in reality, Amen. I mean, so I true. hope I'm not the only one. You...
1: <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Well, because if we're if we're supposed to be teaching and mentoring and helping others work through this process, we've yeah. we've had to walk through it That's right. ourselves. That's right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. and there are layers and layers, you know, as we grow in in the Lord. You know, we we never fully arrive. We're we're in process forever. So until uh, yeah. we until we transition.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well guys, as you're as you're watching, as you're listening, I want to encourage you, grab uh the book called Unlocked is 30 Days to Discover Your Identity Through Prophetic Art. Uh Amy, if if you got a if you got a copy right there, I yo Amy. Yeah. So yes. all you YouTube guys, you can see that. If you're on the podcast, you can jump over and, and see the cover. But either way, you can you can click the link. But um, Amy, just you know, what would if you could, if you could may you know ask the lord for anything and just be like i would want every person who goes through this book to experience x what would that one hope be for you as, as people grab the book
1: my hope is that people will discover things in them they didn't know was there you know my my hope is that people will really become more intimate with the father just just a place of real intimacy and communion with the lord just really fine tune his voice in their life and discover that he is, you know, speaking constantly. He's, he's speaking constantly to you. He wants to speak through you and that there's no limit to how he can speak to you and how he can speak through you. So that's, that is like my favorite thing is for people to recognize God's voice, to know that he's talking because he is, you know, it's not, it's not so much you know, learning to hear his voice, his, his, it's, it's, to me, it's more recognizing his voice. Yeah. Cause I, he's already speaking. He's yeah. speaking to you. If you've received him,
0: yeah.
1: he's, he's, he's got you. And yeah. uh, and so, yeah, I, I just love the the growth process. I love seeing people become more who they've always been, you know, and mm. it's just coming, coming out and getting freedom, real freedom.
0: Yeah. Well, Amy, it's a pleasure to get to know you more and just hear your heart and share what what God's got on you to do, you and your husband, and just excited about that. Uh, We've got the links for the book and all that in the, in the show notes, but where can folks go online to, to follow what you're doing, see your work on Instagram and and that sort of thing? Where's the best place that they can go?
1: Well, my website is amyrylander.com and I have a Facebook page, Amy Rylander, and I have uh, my uh, Instagram is amyrylanderart. So you could find me on there. Just.
0: Just search me. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, Amy, thanks. What a pleasure to to share your story. and so glad you could be on the podcast with me today.
1: Thank you so much. It's so nice to connect with you. Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, my friend. Listen, I'm really excited to let you know about a special opportunity that we've not done in a long time. And it's something that I'm super excited about. It's called the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist Conference. You know, when I first wrote Unlocking the Heart of the Artist, it resonated with artists around the world because so many of us were dealing with uh, what I now call subconscious obstructions, these things that get lodged inside of our heart that become a barrier or a roadblock to us walking in everything that God has for us as, as artists and as kingdom people. And unless we are able to uh, cooperate with the Holy Spirit in a real intentional way and allow Him to heal those parts of us, we walk in uh, places that God never intended us for walk, we walk in, struggles that God had never intended us to walk in, and we never experienced the victory and the breakthrough that Jesus designed for us when he died on the cross and promised us that we'd live an abundant life. And so the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist conference is an opportunity to pull away and intentionally work through these issues in the context of a loving, safe Christian community with other artists and leaders who are on the same path to healing and wholeness that you are, who want to walk into everything that God has for them in the kingdom and walk out of all the things that have held them bound. If you've known me for very long, you know that healing the hearts of artists is really my passion. It's at the core of everything we're about and all the things that we do at our conferences and and mentoring program and, and all the things that we're about. But this weekend in particular, if I could describe it in one word, I would say experiential. This is not going to be a typical Talking Heads conference. This is going to be an opportunity for you to hear incredibly anointed teaching that becomes a roadmap for you to do work right inside the conference. Not only with between you and the Lord, but also with you and other folks that are around uh, tables that you can have meaningful discussions with. In addition to experiential opportunities to actually use Art as a processing methodology uh, to be able to to process the things that God's uh, speaking to you, the things that you're letting go, the things that you're planting uh, in your heart. I'm also super excited to be welcoming uh, my friend Mark de Jesus as well as my friend Dr. Darlene Mayo and others who will be with us to help facilitate. Uh, these healing encounters with the Lord. I'm going to be leading worship with some of my friends as well as teaching. It's going to be a experiential encounter with each other and with the Holy Spirit. And I can't wait to see you there. Listen, all the details are right here below at the link. You can just click that, find out when registration opens, uh, which is really soon, as well as uh, all the details about uh, the conference. Little bit of a note, uh, this is going to be not a weekend conference. It's actually going to be a Tuesday night, all day Wednesday, and Thursday through lunch don't freak out. That's why God made vacation time. And so we're giving you plenty of time to go ahead and plan that out so that you can get babysitters, get off work, make travel plans, all the things you need to do to make it a priority to be here for the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist Conference. I love you, my friend. If God's pulling on your heart, tugging on your heart right now to say you need to be there, do everything you can to be with us and join us for Unlocking the Heart of the Artist coming up in November 2022. All right, see you then. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.